Welcome to Epiphany Brooklyn's podcast. I am Brandon Watts, lead pastor here at Epiph. Thanks so much for tuning in. Our desire is to join Jesus in his mission to redeem our city. May God bless you as you listen and consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Grace and peace. Hey, Psalms 122 says that I was glad when they said unto me, let us come to the house of the Lord. I do not know where you are at right now. Clearly, you're not in the house of the Lord. You're not here with us today, but you may be in your, your bedroom. You might be on your couch. You, you might be in the shower. Uh, I love listening to, to, to sermons in the shower. The octaves are just, just amazing. Uh, but I don't know where you are right now, but I, I'm just praying that you are happy and you're glad and you're excited to hear the word of God. Um, I, I first have to, to, to stop everything. We stop in everything. First have to say a big, big, big shout out to our first lady, Ty, who it, her birthday, her 40th birthday was this week. We got to send some belated love. Please flood, flood, flood that chat with some birthday wishes. Uh, I, I want to just thank God for her life. Uh, she's just been such a role model for us, for what it, what it looks like to serve and, and to love God wholeheartedly. So I, I want to take that moment. I want to take the moment to honor her. Uh, she's just been such a, a blessing to, to our body. She's been a guidance for, for women and, and men alike. She's definitely been uh, a guidance for me. And um, I, I just, you know, we just praise God for a witness. We praise God for, for a love on the body. And, and, and uh, I actually, I, I have a special connection with Ty because we, we both are born in, in, in June. We both are June babies. So um, we, we can admit it at this point. You know, June babies are just the best. Come on. Like, you just have to admit it. June babies are just, you know, just extra flavor with June babies. God spent some time with June babies. And, and if you can agree with me, please put a, a, a hundred uh, percent emoji in the chat. And then if you, you don't agree, please don't <laughs> flood the chat with any negativity. We don't want to hear it today. Um, but, but enough of me being silly. Um, we want to get into the Word of God. Uh, today, we are uh, going to be in the text of Colossians, Colossians 3, verses 1 and 2. And um, these, these are, this, 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 it's, it's a couple of verses, only two verses, but there's a lot to unpack. So, so let's go. Let's, let's dig into the text. Colossians 3, verse 1. If then you have been seated, sorry, let me go. If then you have been raised with Jesus, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above and not on things on earth. The title of today's sermon is called, It's Above Me Now. Let's pray. Father God, we need your presence today, O Lord. Um, we just come before you, O Lord, just, just seeking you, your, your guidance, your wisdom, your understanding, your revelation, Lord. Without you, the service is, is, is in vain. Without you, um, we meet for, for no reason, Lord. We need you to be present today and speak through me, O Lord. I pray that that the people that are receiving this word just get something new, O oh Lord. That they get something fresh, O oh Lord. That they get something that, that they never heard before, O oh Lord. And, and, and let it be for your glory and your glory alone, O oh Lord. 
please, Lord, be with us. Be with our ears. Be with our hearts. Let the word, meditations of my, my thoughts and the words of my mouth be pleasing unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. So some of you guys knew exactly what I, I meant when I said it's above me now. But there, there are some people that may not know. And if, if, if you don't know, there was this viral video that came out about two years ago um, where this, this hotel receptionist, uh, she, they received a phone call from this angry potential client, potential customer. They were trying to get a, a hotel re reservation. Their entire family was staying at a specific hotel. It was the Holiday Inn in, in, in Austin, Texas. And, and, and that receptionist received this phone call from this, 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 this person, this lady, this elderly lady. And when, when they got the phone call, they, the, the lady was requesting to actually do a reservation with the receptionist. But it is the 21st century and you cannot show up to a receptionist and just ask for a reservation. You've got to book it online or you have to call up to the 800 hotline to actually book up a, a reservation. So that's, that's what the receptionist did. The receptionist was a, a young African-American man and he, he politely um, transferred this lady to the 800 line so she can book hotel, her hotel stay. Um, the lady then called back, very angry and very upset that she didn't want to hold on the 800 line. She wanted the, the, the receptionist to, to do exactly what she says and, and, and make that reservation. And, you know, although it wasn't in his, his scope of work, although the receptionist didn't have to, he, he, he decided to, to take things in his own hands and he, he decided to call the 800 line on the customer's behalf just, just to take the extra step. But he said, he mentioned, hey, I'm going to do this for you, but I just need you to calm down. It's, it's clear that you're angry. It's clear that you are irate, but I just need you to calm down. And of course, the, the customer, not knowing that the phone call wasn't over, he, uh, she, she actually said to her husband and used some words that, that no one should ever use. She, she used some vulgar words that, that, that are just despicable. She used the words F word, N word. I think, I think you guys can fill in the blanks. I can't, I can't say it. You're not, you guys are not going to get me in trouble today. But she said that the reception was a F word, N word. And of course, with the line being still on, the, the receptionist hears this, 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 this vulgar language and gets upset, which is, which is obvious, which is something that anybody would feel when they would hear that type of words, use that type of language. The, the receptionist then, he, 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 could, he couldn't do anything. He couldn't make sense of it. He couldn't, he couldn't do something to outlash to the, to the, to the, to the paying customer. So what did he, what did he do? He, he, he kind of he called somebody above his pay grade. He, he called the corporate office of the hotel. He calls the corporate office of the hotel, and he, and he asks, what should I do in this situation? This, this lady, this irate lady calls me an F word, N word. What should I do? And, and the corporate office consulted him and said that this hotel has a zero tolerance to zero tolerance policy 
against racism. So you would be well within your right to not allow a reservation for this specific lady. And, and, and without a doubt, the lady shows up to the hotel and speaks to this, um, this, this, this uh, receptionist, not knowing that he heard exactly what he said. And she then demands for a reservation. She says that, I need a reservation today. And, and the receptionist simply says, sorry, ma'am, I cannot do that. You called me a F word, N word, and I cannot give you a reservation. We have a zero uh, tolerance policy against racism. That's not going to happen today. And, 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 and the lady begged him. The lady was so, so apologetic. See, I, 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 I apologize for calling you an F word, N word. Please allow me to stay here. And he says the most famous coined word, it's above me now, meaning that that's already been the gone to corporate, it's already have, has, has, has gotten to a level that's above him, that's something that he can no longer handle, and it's with corporate. So he goes and, 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 and he models what it is to, 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 to first hold people accountable for racist comments, but he also models what it is to leverage higher authority what it is to, to, to leverage someone who is higher than you and that can do something that's above your pay grade. And today, that's what we're going to learn. We're going to learn about how we should get out of our own way sometimes and give things to one who can take think, care of something that we cannot take care of on our own. We have this scripture in Colossians. The writer is Paul. And, and what he does, he, he does two things. He first talks about the authority of Jesus Christ. He talks about how Jesus is almighty, he, how, how Jesus is holy, how Jesus is, is righteous, how Jesus is perfect. He talks about how, how, how we have access to Jesus because of the death and resurrection what he did on the cross, we now have access, and we now have access to the same victory. That's one of the points that we have with, with this specific text. Paul also, he gives us some clear instructions. He says that we have to seek and set our minds on things that are above. So, so let's, let's pick apart this text. You know, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be jumping around a lot because... Uh, this text, again, is very, very um, dense, and, and there's a lot to unpack. So let's, let's, let's look at the text again, verse 1. If then you have been seated, I'm oh, sorry, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. There's so much, we, we talked about, about Christ's uh, um, authority. And, and Paul is clear with this. If you look in Colossians 1, Paul talks about the authority of Jesus Christ, about, about how he created everything, of everything 
um, he created and it was made for himself, that he has authority and that he has dominion over all things. He talks about um, that he's seated at the right hand of God, that that, that, that seat is, is, a, is a position of power, meaning that that, 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 that seat has authority, that, that this seat can make decisions, that, that seat um, is, is, is something that we can, we can really tap into. Like I mentioned, we have access to that, that, same, that same victory, that same victory that, that Jesus exudes on the cross. We, we have access to that. that that's a symbol of, of what it looks like for us to go from spiritual death to spiritual life. We no longer, because we have access to Jesus Christ, because we are, we are tapped in as believers, we no longer have to, to live our lives to our, to our own devices. We, don't, we no longer have to live our lives with man-made philosophies. We, we no longer have to, to live our lives with man-made theories or, or man-made ideologies of what morality is or what justice is. But we, we tapped into something that's more powerful we tap into something that's more wise. We tap into something that is perfect. If you, if you then read the, the tail end of chapter 2, the tail end of chapter 2, Paul poses this question. He says that if, if you died with Christ and you have been raised with Christ, like why would you go back to the elementary principles? Why would you go back to, to the older traditions? Why would you go back to uh, these, these, these uh, Hebrew principles and, and, and these ancient things that, 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 that failed you? If you've been elevated, if you, if you are tapped into something perfect, why would you go back? And, and, and my question is for you today, those who are believers, do you remember who you were before you, you had a relationship with Christ? Do you remember your mindset? Do you remember your actions? I do. Um, I think about the, the several years before I really started walking with the Lord. And, and, and when you think about, you take a stroll down memory lane, you, you kind of think about like, why, why was I moving that way? Why, why, why was I hanging out with those type of people? Like, why did I have that type of mentality? Why did I get myself into those situations? And, and, and as, as, uh, as Jada Pickett Smith would say, why did I get myself into those entanglements? But before I, I met Christ, before I, I, I started walking with Christ, uh, my past is, is marred with, with regret. It's, it's, it's marred with lack of wisdom. It's, it's marred with lack of obedience. But when I started to, when I made the decision to follow Christ, when I made the decision to give my life to Christ, I received a new heart. I, I received a new mind. I, I started to move towards Christ-likeness. I started to get sanctified. I started to grow more and more like Christ. Like, like Pastor B's sermon series that, like, that, that just passed, we are just made different. We are made different. We move different. We love different. We think different. 
Christ has, has, has really set us apart for his good works. You know, our, our identity is no longer ours. We, we, we don't have the same identity, but we have an identity of Christ. Christ has, has put a proverbial crown on our head and has called us a royal priesthood. We, we, we go from spiritually being poor to spiritually being rich. And then Paul asks, he asks this question, he asks, why would we ever want to go back to where we once was? Why would we want to ever go back to our spiritual life, our former selves? Why would we want to go back there? Let me put it like this. During the, the pandemic, people used to say, 2020 is the ghetto, right? You heard that phrase. You guys might have heard it on, on, uh, on IG or people telling you, talking to you about it. Our former selves are the ghetto. The way that we used to live is the ghetto. The way our spiritual setup was, was the ghetto. Our former selves is a dump, spiritually. It's like, why would we want, why would we choose to be downgraded? Why would we want to choose a life that is, is, is lowly when we can choose a life that is, is superior? I think about, I think about cars, like if, if you had an option, if you were riding in a hoopty and, and then somebody gave you a Bentley, gifted you a Bentley, would you still choose to, 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 to ride around in that hoopty? Not me, not me. Or, or, or if, if you were on a flight and, and the airline bumped you up to first class, would you, would you then say, oh no, I'm, I'm gonna sit in basic economy where, where I don't get any carry-on luggage. Nah, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to be downgraded. And, and, and that's really what we really think about with our former lives. Why do we go back to a lifestyle that is lowly, that is lower, that is a, a demotion and not a pre-motion? At the, at the, if, if we look back at the text, at the end of, of verse 2, it says, not to set our minds on things of this earth, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be one of those, those preachers that like lie to you and say like, and, and make it seem so simple. This is hard. It's really hard. It's really hard not to ha have your mind on things of this earth. It's really hard to, 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 to be attached with your humanity, attached in, in, in bodily form and not be in, entrenched of things of this world, not be fixated on, on things of this world, not be fixated on your family, not be fixated on, on your marriage, on your children, on your education, on your job, not be fixated on, on your interests, your, sport, your, your, your sports teams, your hobbies, not, not, be, not be interested in, in, not be entrenched in, 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 in fashion, in your passions. I'm starting, I'm starting to feel like a, a DMX uh, song at this point. <laughs> Um, uh, but we're, we're, we're just so fixated. If we even think about social media, social media is, an, is just another topic. We're just so entrenched. We're so, in, we're so fixated on how people see us. And it, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult not to be entrenched into it. But earlier this week, I was reading uh, the parable of the sower. 
And this parable is, 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 a, is a parable where it's, it's, it's in the books of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And it, it's, it's a parable where, where Jesus tells a story to a large group of uh, this man who is uh, sowing seeds in different types of environments. And, and this is supposed to be comparable to how people can see, uh, receive the word of God and ultimately um, how, they, they, how the he- uh, kingdom of heaven will ultimately be. The, fir- the first scenario, the man sows seeds on, on a pathway where, where the soil is really bad. And, and because the soil can't, because the seeds can't be implanted, um, birds come and swoop down and get those seeds. In the second scenario, the man, he sowed seeds on some, uh, some rocky ground. He sows seeds on rocky ground, and, 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 the, and, the, and the plants grow a little bit, but because there's no depth in, in which the, the roots can grow, the roots don't grow very deep, and, and then the plants just wither away. In the, in the third scenario, the planter, he sows seeds in, in some soil that's amongst thorns. And, and when, when the plant grows, the plant will grow and, and then get choked by the thorns. And then they fall away. But the last scenario, the man sows seeds on good, oil, good soil. And the, that seed grows and it bears fruit. And, and, that, and that, that seed uh, bears fruit tenfold. And, and, and it probably doesn't seem scary to you. This, this parable doesn't seem, you know, like a, a big warning to you. But when you think about that third scenario, when, when, when we talk about the, the explanation, when Jesus explains that third scenario, Jesus tells us that, 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 that the seeds planted in the thorny area amongst the thorns, it says that this is a representation of people hearing the word of God But the cares of the world, the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and desire for other things enter in and choke the word. And it proves to be unfruitful. And then I start I start to wonder, is that me? Is is the word and, 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 and the mentality of Jesus Christ being choked in my life because of the cares of the world? cares of the world because all these things are being absorbed by me? Am am I being choked by the word of God? Is the word of God being able to to, to enter me? Am I thinking about things above because of the things around me? And then as as an elder of Epiphany, being tasked to be a, 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 a leader to the body, I just, I just can't help but think and wonder how many people of this church in this church fit that description. It's a, it's a very, very, very important warning that we, we need to heed. We, it's a very, very important. Jesus tells us this for a very specific reason because he knows how easy it is to be entrenched in this world. It's so easy to be pulled away. Your, your attention span is so small and it's so easy to be dragged down by, by things of this world. But thank the Lord that Paul ultimately helps us with the remedy. He ultimately helps us with, with, this, with this method to, to remove the stumbling blocks as believers and not to fall back on, our mental, our, our, on this fleshly mentality. 
in the text, he gives us some clear instructions that, 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 that I didn't really receive at first. I didn't really get it at first, but let's, let's see if we can catch it this time. Verse 1, I'm going to read verse 1 and 2 again. If then you have been raised with Jesus Christ, seek, seek the things that are above where Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, then set, set your mind on things that are above and not on, not that, and not on things that are of earth. At first, I, I, I just thought that, that Paul was like, he's repeating himself. He's repeating himself saying, you know, things on this earth, things on, uh, you know, he was saying things that are above, things that are above. I think that he was just repeating it just, just for uh, repetition's sake, just to be effective, just so we can have it in our mind. But when, when, you, when you realize it, he, he's, he's saying two different things. He's saying that we have to seek, and, and, and then he's saying that we have to set. He's saying that we have to seek, that, that Greek word is zeteo, meaning that, that you have to find, that you have to research, that you have to meditate on, that you have to reason. And then he says that you have to set, set your mind on. That, that is phineo. That's the Greek word phineo, which means that you have to strive for, that you have to work for to have one mind, that you have to work to have understanding. And this is, is, is very, very, very important. You have to first seek and then set, again, two totally different verbs, two totally different verbs. When you, when you think about seeking, you think about like looking for, we're, we're, we're looking for a specific, um, you know, you're looking for something, you're looking for, for how to do something, you're looking, you're researching, you're going on Google and, and typing something in, you're seeking for something. But when you think about setting your mind on something, it's an active verb where you're taking action to maintain a specific mindset. That's why they call it mindset. You're, you're setting your mind and, and you're fixing it for a, a specific state. And, 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 and to set your mind, it, it actually takes commitment. It takes discipline. You know, uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I, I know, actually, I know that there's been people you know, that's viewed in, that's, that's listening right now, that has gotten that, that COVID-19. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the virus. I'm talking about the 19 pounds that people have gained sitting on the couch for over a year. And I, that, that's definitely me. I'm not even going to lie. You know, the, the Lord has blessed me abundantly. The Lord has really blessed me abundantly, but that abundance has, has gone to my midsection. That's, that's where all the abundance has, has gone, you know what I mean? And, um, but if I, if I decided that I wanted to lose weight, if I decided that I wanted to get healthy, I really, I really have to move forward, and I, have to, I first have to think I want to, I have to, you know, make a plan. I have to make sure that I have my, my diet, you know, right. I have to make sure that I'm, I have a, you know, eating the right foods and, and being intentional about, you know, setting out a grocery list and, and meal prepping and all that. And, and then I have to, you know, get a good workout plan. I have to find a trainer. I have to find a, uh, a you know, a, a gym to go to. I have to, to create a schedule. You know, I have to do all that. But I actually have to work out. And I actually have to eat food. If I didn't stick to the schedule, if I just created the schedule and didn't stick to it, I would not lose weight. It wouldn't happen. 
things are not produced by just intention or thought. You're not going to manifest something by, by just thinking about it or planning about it, but you have to commit to it. You have to be disciplined. You have to, 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 to stick to it. And, and as believers, Paul is calling us to seek the things that are above, but he's also calling us to, to set our minds on things that are above. He's, he's, he's saying that we have to be disciplined in every decision that we make. We have to, we have to do this continuously. We have to seek continuously. We have to set continuously. Like I mentioned, there's, there's so many things that are pulling us from, 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 uh, from, from, from just, uh, you know, having a Christ-like mindset. There's so many things that's pulling us from our devotional time with the Lord. There's so many things that's pulling us from prayer. There's so many things that are pulling us from, 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 from reading the Word of God. There's just so many things. That, there's probably things right now, as you, as you listen to this sermon, there's probably things that's pulling you away from listening to the Word of God. There's so many things. When I first became a Christian... I really, like, was really dedicated. I, I was so zealous. I, I started to read the Word of God hours upon hours. I started to pray for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. We just, uh, my prayer closet was just always occupied. I don't know about y'all, but, like, when I first got saved, I, I, uh, I deleted my entire phone full, that, that was filled with secular music and, and filled it up with worship music. I, I got some, some secular music now, but like at that moment, I was just so zealous. I really wanted to seek the Lord. I really wanted, my desire was to have a heart of the Lord. But I think that there, there comes a time when, when we, you know, we sometimes, some people where, where we, we seek the things of the Lord, but we didn't, we never said it. We never said it. And, and because we didn't set our things on the Lord, because we didn't put things in place to put the focus on Christ and Christ-mindedness, we start to backfall, backslide. We start to do things of our former nature. I think Cardi B would say it the best. It's up and it's stuck. Like, I, 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 I don't quote Cardi B for any reason, but this is good theology. It's up and it's stuck. Our mentality for, for, for Christ-mindedness has to be stuck, has to be in a solid position. I want us to really, 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 really leave with something practical today. I really don't want us to leave without gaining anything. I want us to make sure that, that, that this, this text is impactful. So, so what I need you to, 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 to do this. Maybe you do it after the service. Maybe you do it this week. But I want you to take out some time. Take out 30 minutes and, and spend some time just, just thinking about just earthly things, your earthly influences, and, and, and what could be pulling you down from having a mind of Christ? What, what, what could be pulling you from having a, a, a thought process that is above, seeking and setting your mind on things that are above? I know that we are so, you know, we're so focused. Uh, me, I love, I love music. I love music. I love, you know, a good TV show. <laughs> I love Netflix. I love a good podcast, you know. I love social media. I use social media so much. But I'm not telling you not to, 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 to be involved in those or, or have interest in those or, or to, to, to listen to music or, or to, 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 to really enjoy those things. God has created those things for us to enjoy. But 
we just need to take an audit. We need to take a spiritual audit, a, a spiritual reconciliation of, of what is really affecting us. What is pulling us down from having a Christ-mindedness? What is pulling us down from, from, from thinking of things above? It's clear that Paul is calling us to set and to seek on things, things above. And, and, and that's just my, 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 my call to you guys. Let's, 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 let's really take this serious. Let's really take our walk with God serious. Let's take our devotion with the Lord serious. And let's, let's, let's truly really have a mindset that is seeking and is always set with the Lord. We're now going to a, a time of worship, um, and, and then we're going to be going into communion. So let's prepare our hearts for worship. <laughs>